Welcome back to the NEPA Scene Podcast. This is episode three. Uh, with us today, we have uh, Blinded Passenger. Uh, all four members are here. We're going to talk about their music a little bit. Uh, first, uh, we'll, we'll give our usual update on what we've been doing on the site. Uh, today, we uh, we put up an interview with uh, Zach Hammond, who's a uh, local oh, is comedian. comedian. Yeah. yeah. Guy's a riot. He's, he's very, very funny. That was a big funny. article you wrote. <laughs> I think you took a shining to Zach Hammond. I did. Well, you know, I saw him years ago and uh, I thought he was funny then. And then he's been coming to uh, the NEPA scene open mics on right. Tuesday at the Woodlands. And uh, he's he's been knocking out of the park. He, he, we, uh, we take a vote every time the audience votes of who they, they think was the best act of the night. And uh, they win some cash and a gift card and all that kind How of stuff. How much cash? Uh, they get twenty five bucks uh, the first night, and then if they come back and headline the next night, uh, the next Tuesday, they get another twenty five bucks. Plus, Sorry, they, that was my phone. Sorry. Plus, they get a uh, twenty five dollar gift card to the uh, the restaurant upstairs. So, pretty really? cool. really, yeah, yeah. So it's it's actually a pretty cool incentive. Lauren, we should go down and do our Captain and Tennille. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm absolutely all right with that. Okay. <laughs> so he's got that like that dark uh, George Carlin kind of humor. Uh, so so we uh, you know focused on. Uh, you know how you tell those kind of jokes tastefully, and 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 you approach those dark subjects and things like that. So maybe we can get him on. I think I think so. I think he'd be a good guest in the okay. future. Uh, I mean, not better than Blinded Passenger, but no, obviously not. <laughs> Say hi, guys. Don't. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. You make me. F- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, dear. And don't forget, Jimmy's in the box. Hi, Jimmy in the box. <laughs> All right, keep going, sir. Uh, we put up a, a video from Title Fight today. Uh, they just put up a new video. Uh, we d- we premiered our uh, Shelter Sundays uh, on uh, the the Blue Chip uh, Farms Animal Refuge. Um, we work with them now to uh, to feature a dog and a cat every week that uh, needs adopting. Uh, they're based out of Dallas, so they're not too far from here. So if you're looking for a pet or you want to get somebody a, a dog or a cat for the holiday season, uh, there's some, uh, Wait, some cute gift. animals up on there now. <laughs> it's a good gift. If you want to get somebody a dog or a cat for like... Actually, actually they, re- they, just, they, it- they don't recommend you do that. Uh, you should not you, gift living yeah, creatures. Yeah, exactly. Because you know they 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 probably don't want it. So, <laughs> so that's probably not the best advice in the world. Uh, but if you're in the market for one already, then by all means. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awful to have the kid who like wakes up in the morning and you have that nice golden retriever in the box that you just put in, and you're like Sally, open it up, and she and you open it up, and she looks, and she's like, I did not, I didn't want this at all. I didn't want a puppy. What do you do with it? That would be, that, I see. I can't even imagine that because I was I was ready to just click and adopt the dog myself. They had it all dressed up in like a little uh, little outfit, little dress, and they put little sunglasses on it. And I was just I was like, so oh. Rich's selling point was the fashion accessories you can get for your dog, right? Well, my 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 dog actually, my dog's got a sweater, t shirts, all kinds of stuff. Are they all so. like Star Wars shit and? No, or is it like really like the ugly no, sweater. No, the dog? only the only thing real nerdy that she has is uh, her Halloween costumes, as in plural. Oh she, yeah, yeah. I, she has, oh, I heard the S. She's got a she's got a Spider Man outfit, <laughs> a Captain America outfit. I got them on clearance last year, so so you got like the whole Marvel universe for your dog. <laughs> yeah, basically. Absolutely, I would have it no other way. You can hear her, right? 
Should she be closer? Did you say no? Her mic's not coming through? Mm -mm. You want to pause for a second? Yeah. (laughs) We're going to keep that in, too. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Let me switch the XLR. Try that, yeah. What channel is she in? Two? I I was working a few minutes ago. Well, just try tapping on the mic, maybe. Yeah, I hear it. You just jostled something and it's working again. Okay. Just keep going. I never hit pause. Good. Okay. Okay. So we'll leave that whole fucked up... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right back to rich and accessorizing his dog yeah <laughs> now let's let's actually get off that topic and let's 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 get <laughs> to the let's get to the bad <laughs> i don't want people to judge me for no i don't care if they do that's fine i love my dog no i just i was just trying to make sure like you weren't paris hiltoning your dog no no it's okay, not like that yeah no i mean I, i'm cool with you know spider-man and captain america are they <laughs> online should i did you post those photos of your dog? A while ago. Yeah. All right, I'll go look at them again. Okay. And Lauren, can you hear yourself now? I can hear myself now. Okay, good. All right, continue. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get to the reason why uh, Blind and Passenger is here. You guys have a new album coming out uh, at the end of the week on Friday? Yep. And uh, so uh, t- tell us a little bit about uh, the band. Uh, give, give us some background for those uh, who haven't heard you guys before. Pat, you want to? Yeah, take- uh, you can move that mic towards right. your face, too. There we go. <laughs> oh, <Towards> it moves? <laughs> Technology. Yeah, uh, we actually, we've all been playing around together for a while. Uh, in this form, we've been together for about four years. We did uh, two EPs before this, uh, The Man in the Cannon and uh, The Wheels. And they were kind of like a more folk, like Americana kind of sound to them. And uh, this one's more of like a an alternative uh like kind of like 90s grunge rock inspired uh album this is our first full length too it's called the electric and uh we're releasing it this friday at the keys in uh scranton now what made you guys uh change it up for this album uh i don't know i think it was kind of like a natural like progression almost like uh electric guitar yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes we found out about electric guitars (laughs) what what is this science you mean you can electrify this thing? I can hear it louder. <laughs> hence hence the name of the album. Yeah, yeah right, exactly. Yeah. Right. Sort of, yeah. It, it's kind of a take on like the electric city too, like Scranton. And uh, it's kind of like what the idea behind it was, is like uh, to paint a picture of Scranton almost through music. So. Oh my God, where can I buy this? <laughs> <laughs> the keys on Friday, right? The keys on now, Friday. Are you now, guys doing digital? Yeah, it'll be on yeah. iTunes and uh, Spotify and all the... Every all those websites on Friday too. Now people obviously have different ideas of what Scranton is and, and what it means and that sort of thing. Thing. So what does it mean to you guys? And and uh, you know what what are the what are the songs reflecting? What parts of Scranton? And we're gonna take it one at a time. All right. <laughs> track one. Uh, <laughs> all right. Now I want you to do track one, and then you and you and you, and then we'll move to track two, yeah. and we'll just keep going going down the line. No, I think it's kind of like just the whole the whole uh kind of experience of uh what's going on now in the city and like grow and growing up like uh kind of like a comparative thing almost yeah, like, like to the way things used to be almost yeah. like compared to the way things used to be compared to like the way things are nowadays like you know how you like years ago you, it used to be nothing to go out and you know meet up with a bunch of friends and ride your bikes or, you know, see a group of kids playing like a baseball field and stuff like that. 
now it's just like everybody is so like guarded and scared and kind of like, you know, it's just. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's just. I think it's kind of more like I'm not. I'm not like I'm not like being like you're nuts. Like, no, I'm like I'm like seriously like like guarded and scared. Uh, well, kind of. It's just like times have changed now. You know what I mean? And the city has changed, and you don't see that kind of thing anymore. And you don't see like the kind of like like close knit group of friends and stuff like that. Everybody's indoors. Everybody's online. Everybody's playing video games. Everybody's on their iPads. Like you don't see like a. Like that the communal, ton- yeah, you yeah. don't see that a lot anymore. And this this city, I feel like used to be used to strive on that kind of thing, and it just feels like. And this is just one, you know, small point that we hit on in the album throughout the album. But I, I feel that you know, it's you don't just see that anymore. Like that part of this city is dying. You know what I mean? So what what year did did you guys? <laughs> I don't. Want, I feel like that guy was like. Asking the woman how old she is. Like, you really shouldn't ask that. <laughs> Us three, we just graduated our 10-year high school reunion from West Scranton, so. Oh, you believe that? That was like, yeah, this oh, was. Oh, okay. Yeah. My, my mom teaches at West. Oh, nice. Did what you go to she? West your whole life? Uh, did you go to yeah. West Intermediate? I did. Yeah. yeah. Did you? Yeah. She teaches gym. Oh, yeah. 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 That's, oh, she's yeah. crazy. Oh, That's nice. my mom. Yeah. You don't know because you're a smoker. And I'm like, <laughs> you old smoker. You old. He's like, yeah, everybody's dying. <laughs> I love smoking. Screw it. So I mean, you guys. I, so I mean, you guys grew up. I don't want to. Am I stealing? Okay. Um, you guys grew up on a different kind of like community. Like West Side's really like that. Like West Side's yeah. really like we're just gonna go out and just hang in the streets and nobody cares. Yeah, you know, it's very like fifties, but then like you know, I just moved to West Side a couple years ago, and and I could see the shift where it mm. got really like, yeah. you don't see people outside anymore. Yeah, it's, everybody's inside. Yeah, and is it because of? I mean, was that one of the like the like when you write like that? Is that because you're like you're pissed? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. I think I think part of it too is there's there's like less people here. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, everybody's everybody comes and they're like, oh, this is what it's like. See ya. You know what I mean? Because I, mean? I like, left and came back. Right. Well, Whether people, a lot of people do whatever, come back but. too. Still, you know what I mean? I I feel like, um, you know, it's always that mentality that it's easier to move away. Or it's easier to come back than it is to move away. But I feel like a lot of people like always end up coming back, you know, and there's a lot of people that are very prideful of this area too. And, you know, that's why they come back because they can always call this place, you know, home. There's always parts of that that are, you know. See, I grew so. up like. Did you grow up like that? Yeah. Well, I, I grew up in West side and I yeah, went, you're a I went to slider. Yeah. 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 Because uh, I, I was bitter. Like, I was like, this area sucks. And then when I went <laughs> everywhere else, I was like, I really like Scranton. <laughs> yeah, it's not, I, like, it's not to say that we're, you know, being negative towards it. Towards yeah, no, 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 no. There is a shift, but like, yeah. right. that's not even like what you guys, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot more shit in the album than like. Right, yeah. yeah we the, shine light on yeah, there's good like, and bad. all aspects yeah, yeah, yeah. of it. Yeah. Because I felt that same way. Like, I was really, you know, bitter and. There's no better place to drink than Scranton, though. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bar and a church on every corner, so you can drink and then atone. <laughs> Sorry, go back to your questions. I'm an asshole. <laughs> I don't mean to. I, oh, I do it. No, oh, the, no. The you other thing, too, is uh, for, for however many times I say like or you know, I'll give a quarter to a charity if anybody counts it up. 
So for every one of those, I'll give a quarter. Does that sound, are you writing that down? <laughs> yeah, because I listen to last week's podcast and I sound like I'm from like the Valley. And I'm like, like, you know. <laughs> now, L- Lauren's from out of the area. So uh, what, what's your take on, uh, on Scranton? If, if, uh, are, is your mic good? I, I think I'm okay now. It's a bad cable. Jimmy? Do, I'll do an XLR. We're just going to make this as f- fucking awkward as possible. I will answer that question. <laughs> okay. Do you have an extra XLR? Are you running it in? <laughs> <laughs> See, we're like Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. We're going to keep all the faults. Yeah. Everything that's, you know, you can't always tie keep your shoes real. great. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a guy who killed like many of people during the war. Yeah. Yep. Mr. Rogers. <laughs> no one's perfect. And now he's Wasn't a Wasn't he like, like this army crazy guy? This is where we'll pause because I want you to I want you to yell at me about Mr. Rogers. Urban myths are always a little bit true. He had the show Mr. Rogers where he never actually propagated his own Christian beliefs, but actually just expounded on charity and loving your neighbor, which are the principal uh, tenets of uh, yeah. I I can can hear her a lot better now. Agape love and love treating people as you would want to be treated. What's agape love? It's the it's a it's a Greek. Concept sounds like a great name it for is, a character. It's it, it it it's essentially the same thing as the golden rule. L- like love thy neighbor. Exactly. <clears throat> so Mr. Rogers wasn't like some Korean War badass. No. No, <laughs> <laughs> no that's a myth. Jimmy's the authority on this, so let's just let's just end the conversation right there. No. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can you hear yourself now? Sort of. I can you hear? Where were we? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Rogers. Or no. every time I laugh at my own jokes, I'll give money for charity. Does that sound like a good idea? Should I do that? It's pretty good. You you said likes and ums though. Likes and ums, and then when I laugh at my own stuff. <coughs> Got it. Okay, good. <clears throat> okay, continue before. We'll continue I, about yeah, the yeah, um. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> so. uh On the album release show, too, there's also uh, an art show that ties in with that. Uh, Could you guys talk a little bit about that? I know he did the the art for the the album. Yeah. Um, Well, my brother, uh, Nick Oganoski, he um, is employed with this illustration agency uh, that's based out of Savannah, Georgia, called uh, Illazoo. And uh, basically, they employ artists from all over the world from you know Milan to you know England like all all over the place and uh he basically just one of the last projects he did was um an illustration for like an Italian uh newspaper so he's getting he's getting his name out there he did a couple pieces for the Boston Globe and stuff like that really yeah and uh yeah he did he did a couple pieces for them actually two pieces um so he's making connections, like he's getting some footing and stuff like that. And uh, he was kind enough to take, which I I think was an, you know, overly dramatic amount of time to just, you know, dream up the album artwork for us. And, he, you know, he, he took far more time than I think he needed to take, but he's, that's just him. I think he's a perfectionist, but he, uh, he did the whole album artwork for us, like the pictures, the of the band and everything like that, that you find inside to, you know, all the, uh, 
illustrations and everything. I think it came out uh, really great. And he's actually going to be um, showcasing 15 of his pieces for First Friday at the Keys that night of our album release. It's going to start, I think, at like five or six and then go until nine when the first band, you know, goes on. So, Dude, Westside has so much talent. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. It's your whole <laughs> Back to you. What was your family life like? <laughs> How did everybody get to be so? Was um, your family creative, or you just yeah? Like you know what? Um, my well, I think we all probably have you know some form of creativity in our families and our in our roots. Um, mine in particular, my grandfather um used to um do uh, graphing for like Sandvik. Oh, Sandvik Steel. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and. Uh, my father is is just I I guess he got my father got that kind of artistic sensibility from my grandfather and my father you know paints a lot and ever I just can remember like ever since like I was young growing up around you know my father playing a record player and just growing up really young around like really great music you know like Elton John John Mellencamp like you know all the greats the Beatles the Cougar. Yeah, when he had Cougar in his name. Why do you get rid of that? I don't know. He's a schmuck. Anyway, <laughs> I hope I don't get in trouble for calling John Cougar a schmuck. He's gonna you're mad at him because he got rid of the Cougar. Yeah, that's true. It's not like you're mad at him for writing He got Jack rid of his Diane. cool when he got rid of his Cougar. So. Do you think he got rid of his cool when he got rid I of the Cougar? I think so. They, they named him John Cougar against his will. Oh, the label did? <laughs> yeah. I, that's if Ooh, I have it right. Interesting. And I thought you meant his they parents. Did, and they, they, uh, <laughs> Damn it, John! Quit calling yourself the Cougar. We're renaming you at age forty. Yeah, we're changing your name. Does, what does he do? Like, oh, mom. No, dad. I think the the label really made him. They, they heavily I told produced you, I his music and did everything their way. If you listen to their, if they, if they, if you listen to their early music. His early music, it's completely different than his later music because they had controlled his sound and they controlled his name, obviously. And then, Is that why like he's so bitter now? No, I think it's because he had a lot of heart attacks. <laughs> <laughs> I think he had a heart attack while he was at the doctor's getting another one checked out. Really? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you're having a heart a attack right doctor. now. <laughs> he smokes so much. Uh, I didn't know that they named him Cougar. Yeah, yeah, that's the label. insane. All right, yeah, okay. I watched behind the music VH1, <laughs> and he was like, "Yep." And then they named me Cougar. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah. I really didn't like, but they pay me, so yeah, it's, it's little sad ditty about Jack and Diane. He's he smokes so much he can't even sing anymore. Really? Yeah, he has all of his bandmates sing for him at the concerts. He just, so what, he just stands he just up front and smokes and, while everyone else sings? Yeah, he just throws in a few jibber-jabbers. <laughs> <in it>. Yeah. <laughs> you make me feel... <laughs> All right, so... Does everybody else... Does your families, any of your families, are they like that? My whole uh, family pretty much is musically inclined. Um, Like my uncles. My Uncle Jim Manley is one of them. Better guitar- Wait, my he was Jim in my Manley's dad's band. Guitar players, he doesn't have the headphones oh, he's, Switch the headphones. Let me hear the headphones. <laughs> All right, you're gonna have a weird, you're gonna have a weird conversation right now. You ready? I'm ready. So Your Jim, Manley. Name is Jim Manley, yes, he was in the band with my dad for years, the Blue Trolley Band. Yes, that is him. <laughs> yeah, he's a phenomenal guitar player. Yeah, amazing. I looked up. Well, I still look up to him for many years. I, if, I, if only if I can have like half of the talent he has. 
He could play leads with one one set of fingers here, and then he could be playing the bass notes with the other fingers yep. at the same time. That's your dad? He can play two songs that's at once. Uncle. Oh, that's, that's your my, uncle. That's my mother's brother. So you're... Wait, are you related... Are you related to all... Are you from Westside? Yes. So like Kevin Manley? No. That's a different set of Manleys, I think. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. So wait, how, wait, he can play... He can the with lead? with his yes. four fingers. He can he can set he can do like the bass notes with one finger or two fingers, and then leads with the other two at the same time simultaneously playing like the root notes and doing the the melody at the same time. I mean, did you grow up with all that? Yeah, like seriously, um, he is probably the best guitar player you've never heard of. He's seriously unbelievable. And he used to make I don't know if he still does, but he would like down in his basement he had like a four track recorder in his setup and he would just make music all the time and then like drop it off at our house once a year like at christmas time or whatever isn't uh, it weird how like jimmy knows so much about your family <laughs> everybody should know my uncle jim though he's he should. He seriously you got to hear his ever. guitar playing it's it's disgusting is he still playing oh yeah he plays in a band now i think it's called um crystal skies right no he's not in that one anymore he's one called i think it's called the fog i think oh okay I think they're on Facebook. <laughs> Plug my Uncle Jim's band on Facebook. Check out the fog. <laughs> Welcome, Uncle Jim. <laughs> you know, it'd be great if that wasn't the band name and you just played somebody else's I think it's wrong. the fog. Anyway, check out the fog on Facebook. It may or may not be my uncle. Yeah, all family. of a sudden there's this band from the, the named the fog who's like, why what what happened? Why is everyone liking our stuff right now? Yeah, why is there boosting likes on our Facebook? If the fog is not my uncle Jim's band, you're welcome anyway. <laughs> and what about you, dude? Not even a little bit. Oh, so you just were you the kid who grew up pots and pans? Pretty much, yeah. Just whacking. Just whacking shit. That's, <laughs> just whacking shit. <laughs> Typical Steve, always whacking it. <laughs> Are you we allowed to talk me about feel, that? <laughs> you make me feel so good. <laughs> I like where this is going. <laughs> I've, this is the first time I've ever been or heard a podcast. Oh, no, we heard that one the other day in the car. But this is fun. I like, I like this. This is my second ever podcast. <laughs> I, I thought you were going with, this is the first time the bands let me talk. <laughs> oh, that too. That too. <laughs> yeah, and we're regretting it as we speak. No, I'm just I kidding. Do, we love you. Well, when, when you do a, a print interview, all that stuff gets cut out and edited yeah. out. And, yeah. you know, you focus on the, the, the subjects with the podcast. It just kind of goes all over the place. So you're able to just say what you want to say and talk about what you want to talk about. <laughs> I can literally hear Stefan's teeth grinding as Steve talks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> you can't stop him now. He's drunk with power, man. He's just going to like, the only way you're going to stop me is if when it's over. <laughs> I wish he had the faulty mic. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, you're gonna get it. <laughs> but so apparently, you guys get along. Yeah, no, we yeah, yeah. We're fine. <laughs> we do. We're good. It's like four, so. How, we're like bacon and eggs. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that what that means, but we're, we're like we're close. Yeah, we're like we're close. We're like ham and chickens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> peas and carrots. Yeah, peas and carrots. <laughs> <laughs> No, the uh, back to the artwork though, because my my brother did a, a great job on it, and uh, it's actually really cool. The concept of it is is actually this figure that he uh, drew that is basically uh, plugging an instrument cable 
into like this kind of turnstile with this city on it. And, uh, it's almost like kind of saying like, you know, this individual, this character is like plugging the music back into the city, you know what I mean? And almost like breathing new life into it and almost illuminating the city, you know, with that kind of electricity. So it kind of has a cool, like back, like concept to it. Like if you really look at it, you know, from that angle. So I think that he, he did a really good job and it came out really well. So. Well, you guys were playing with a, a, a great group of bands that night, too. Do you feel like uh, that uh, you guys and, and a lot of the other bands are, are kind of doing that to the music scene right now? Because uh, in, the, in the last few years from uh, the bands that I've talked to and, and the people that I've talked to, uh, they feel like uh, the scene is starting to come back in some way and that there's there's a whole new generation of bands that are, are doing original music now in the area that uh, you know people are getting into, and there's a following built on that and that sort of thing. Yeah, I think I think uh, it's definitely like it's definitely gaining some momentum. Like there's so many like like you said, Estacota, Social State. There's like a ton of others, like Silhouette Lies, uh, Days in Transit. Days in Transit. There's so many like and uh, like there's a bunch I'm forgetting too. But uh, there's so many good musicians and songwriters in this area, and it just seems like late. There hasn't been the uh, platform, kind of, or, or stage for it to uh, for people to get it out there. But uh, I don't know. yeah, I guess you're you're starting to see some venues pop up, like in Wilkesbury and uh, you know the Keys downtown. They have, have a lot of original music, and uh, so I, I would say it's definitely on the upswing. You know? Now is is that always an issue too? Uh, having the, the the venues to play because it seems you know there there were there are places like New Visions and the Vintage and those are gone within the last year or two. Uh, oh, so you know, and it yeah. doesn't you know there there are other pl- you know the other side is starting to become right, more yeah. of a, a you know a, a venue that uh, original bands can play and play, stuff. Is that the place down by Barton Irby's? Yeah, it, it basically the is the other side Barton of Barton Irby's. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, I'm I'm. I don't go to, I'm afraid to go to Wilkesbury. <laughs> so I'll be honest. So that's why you haven't been to our open mics yet. I'm not afraid of the wood. Well, I'm kind of afraid of the woodlands, but um, I'll come tomorrow night. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to participate. Okay. But I'll that's come, fair. you know, help. <laughs> I don't know what I can do. Clap. I can do- Laugh. Yeah, that's uh, that. That actually does uh, bring up a good point. It's it's trying to get people out to these things. Uh, right, you know, yeah. it's, it's like uh, I mean, you guys have been. I I, I think I've been doing a great job in in uh, getting the word out to every to everybody. Uh, every you know, website, newspaper, whatever is talking about you guys and you know doing some sort of promotion. And then uh, a lot of times I see you know all this build up to a show, and then you get to the show, and it's generally the same crowd of people who always support that kind of music. It's trying to get those new people out yeah. to yeah. give it a chance, and to uh, you know y- you'll see people come out for you know major headliners or things like that. You know the the arena just sold out uh, some country band that I had you know was not remotely familiar with uh, Florida Georgia Line. They sold out the arena in 15 minutes and I'm like art the my, arena in Wilkesbury yeah and I was like okay that's that's great because it was the the first time in a while that the arena completely sold out how are we and selling like, out our arena with a band we've never heard of <laughs> <laughs> that, I don't, but I, I'm just I'm just bringing that like as a free thought moment beats me <laughs> 
all right. I mean, but uh, uh, do you do you, do you guys uh, do you guys see on? that uh, the try, trying to get people out it's, to these shows? It's interesting because um, how you said you know trying to get new people out and everything like that. Like I think that with the you know the economic times, the way everything is, the economy, especially in this area, I think it's a safe bet for people to go out and spend the money on something that they know that they're familiar with. And as opposed to taking a chance on something that, you know, Oh, well, I don't know if I'm going to go see this local band because they may suck. You know what I mean? They, I might get burned. I'll pay five bucks. I'll pay 10 bucks, whatever to get in, you know, and I'm not going to have a good time. That's understandable. But I think that, um, by using different social media outlets and, and getting our name out there through different types of media that, you know, it kind of lets people get a little preview of that. So, you know, they're just like, oh, well, maybe, maybe we'll, you know, head out, take a chance. You know what I mean? It gets them out of their like comfort zone. Has, almost. has that been, has that been difficult for you guys over the years or has that been something that you're gradually growing into like, okay, here's how we can work this. Like, especially with social media. With getting, with getting yeah, like our getting, music like, out there. Like, and, I mean, you guys are part of a group of bands that like really supports each other. Yeah. Which is really awesome. Um, you know, cause yeah, to, to some people it's a contest and whatever, but to you guys, it's right. like, it's, it's about all of us. Um, but have you found that like, you know, when was your first EP? It's like two, uh, 2010 as this yeah. band. All right. So like in the last four years, yeah. I mean, have you like, what was your first show like to now? And like, how is it, how is it getting like, cause I think what you're trying to get is like, <clears throat> so let me figure out my point here. <laughs> so you guys are part of a, of a, of a group of bands that really highly supports each other. And it's really awesome. Um, and you know, you kind of get like the same people, like it's all, it's all like the fans of you guys are fans of everybody. Right. Yeah. So then getting new people, it's just, it's breaking through that ceiling. Yeah. Right. So how, yeah. like, that's what, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, so are you guys like, is, is it harder to, to reach out to get new people? To come to the shows instead of like, and it's not to like downplay like no, the no. people who love your music. No, it's, yeah, it's, no. it's to say like, how do we get new people to love our music? I mean, that's, I think it's always a challenge. And you're on the spot, up. go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you just, like the way technology is now, you just got to find, be inventive and find new ways to entice people to come out and new, um, you know, maybe new gimmicks and stuff like that. And it, and it is hard. I mean, because like I said before, some people you know, just don't want to take the chance. But I think that with our community being such a tight knit community musically that, um, I think that if people did take a chance more often, they'd be pleasantly surprised. Are we all going to nod? And- I would, I would <laughs> agree answer. with like, that. Oh, that was very good. That was a good yeah. answer. Yeah. I agree with uh, that. Golf club. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like turning over the stone and finding, you know, like, you know, whatever, but I, but I think wanna... that's the hard thing, you know, is to get to get that to happen. Yeah. Well, what I what I like about your guys' show too is that you're combining uh, the art show with the, the the music show because I feel like that's another thing where uh, you know a lot of these uh, pockets of artists are all there. You know, all of the the uh, you know illustrative artists 
all support each other. All the musicians support each other, but they're not really meeting in the middle somewhere where everybody right. can come together and go to one show and say, Oh, here's a little bit of everything. Look at all of the different kinds of talent that people have. Right. Right. You know, so turning I, into like some cool Andy Warhol party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why that's why the keys is a great place, um, especially for first Fridays and you know wh- whenever they have bands play there because it's not just you know a a dark dank hole in the wall. You're seeing somebody just you know pay five bucks to see somebody strum an acoustic guitar. You go in, you know it's good drinks, good filled with good people, and you know you even if you don't like the band, you could sit there and you know stare at art the entire time you're you know drinking your face off it's a really cool place and i think you know people need to just well that's what i do i, I just think it's, i just I think sit it's really there for hours and just to drink your face off yeah. and look at art yeah. they also have a nintendo 64 with yeah like all that's the games pretty cool oh, that's right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like Mario Smash, Kart, don't they? yeah it's, it's great uh, yeah, it's really this party atmosphere they have going yeah. on there yeah yeah it's it's a it's like it's it's, it's like some cool like uh like college apartment yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna have bands and music and, <laughs> Speaking and we're gonna play Nintendo sixty four. That sounds like a lot of fun. It is. You never been there? I, I'm not from around here. <laughs> what are you doing Friday night? Um work. After work. Work. <laughs> oh god. I'm opening a open challenge to anybody who wants to play me in Mario Kart this oh. Friday night. Oh. I'll be the guy in the last band playing the bass. So as you're you, playing Mario, Lauren, Kart. Lauren, you're gonna abandon work both. for that. I might have to abandon work if if there's a, a, a Mario Kart challenge on what the table. What character do you use? Yoshi. Oh. I use Bowser. All right, Stone. I beat you last time with you, That's cheating. Bowser's <laughs> just fat. No, you beat me. <laughs> you beat me Jimmy in Super goes, Smash Bros. Bowser's that, just fat. That character has <laughs> a different <laughs> weight class. The the car is heavier, so you can't yeah, make the jumps. Yeah, but slow as hell though. You can't. Yoshi, who's slow? The, the character. See, but here's the here's here's where it gets interesting. Is because these guys have a record release Friday, <laughs> and we're getting her to go for Mario Kart. <laughs> Hey, that's exactly what he was just talking about. You got to try different ways to get people to go. If it, if it's Mario Kart, so be it. Obviously my one person at a time. Yeah. (laughs) My 4,000 Facebook invites didn't work, but Mario Kart did. I went one (laughs) summer undefeated in Mario Kart. There will also be balloons at the release party. There's going to be balloons. Like a thousand. Yeah. What kind of balloons? You serious? The ones he blew up himself. The, the, The most fun kind. <laughs> water balloons? Yes. <laughs> he has no idea. So there's what he's a talking. water balloon fight at the <laughs> show. Didn't, didn't you kill this mic? <laughs> I, I told you, I'm saying whatever I want. <laughs> there's gonna be balloons. <laughs> Do we even have balloons? Nope. No, balloons aren't don't. in the budget. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. All right. I'm ag- I'm actually gonna bring Steve into the conversation more now. Uh, because uh, antagonist. (laughs) Well, I just saw Steve a couple weeks ago, uh, uh, playing a very, uh, interesting instrument. I, I, are you, are you going to bring that out at all for the show or Uh, no, that won't be a part of that. Okay. Well, uh, well, tell, tell us just about it. Tell us about it in general. Well, it's a, it's a steel drum. Uh, it's in the scale of D minor. It has nine notes and it sounds really nice. (laughs) (laughs) It's called a handpan. I look at me. It's got like a, it's made of steel. <laughs> you hit it. D minor. Well, I've, I've been, I haven't seen anyone else play that around here. No, he showed it to me before. It's the first time I've ever seen anything like that. That's yeah. pretty insane. Steve really hits the D, slaps the D <laughs> all, all the time. 
<laughs> was it, play, it in D minor? Yeah. It plays the handpan pretty good too. Yeah, I do. In D minor. In D minor? <laughs> Where did you find that? Uh, I, YouTube. <laughs> like, but, like, were you lit- like, it looks like something that like somebody was like, oh, I just made cookies. Oh yeah. And now I'm going to flip it over. <laughs> and they play it. And play it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's awesome. But yeah. when you look at it, it looks like something that you got out of the Betty Crocker catalog. Yeah. Um, so how the hell did you find that? <laughs> well, I saw a video of some guy playing it on YouTube and I want it one. So I researched it and I found out they were really hard to get. So I gave up on so it. So I a wanted couple- it more. Yeah. Well, that too. But I gave up on it for a couple of years and then I went back to it and tried to find it. And I wrote this guy a letter in Germany and he said, okay, I'll send you one. Did you have to write it in German? No. Guten Tag. My name is Steve. So wait, you, wait. So wait, you literally had to write that. So like the, the yeah. precondition for you to even be yeah. like, it's, it was like trying to get into a private school. Yeah, it was hard. They're hard. They're very hard to get. This, this steel drum, is it like the kind of instrument you find in island regions? No, it's different than that. Um, it's, it's upside down. Like it's like, uh, convexed instead of concave oh. so it looks like somebody took like like a popcorn bowl and flipped it upside down and then put little square does it sound like a glockenspiel nothing like that mm. <laughs> does it sound like a whistle I might, buy, I might get one of those too a glockenspiel yeah it's a good instrument your yeah. next album is gonna be insane gonna <laughs> we, we attempted to put it on a song but yeah it didn't it didn't fit yeah it sounded like we jammed it in there so, so wait, how disappointed were you when you tried it on the song and you're like I, I was they a won't upset. let me do it i was a little upset were you really yeah, no not really i didn't really care i was like it didn't fit so that was right he's like no we're not gonna do it i'm like okay <laughs> How long did you try to do it for? Like an hour, hour and a half, right? Yeah. Something like that. So like an hour and a half, you looked at it and you're like, it's not going to work. No. Steve goes, can we please switch yeah. this key to D minor in every song? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I should. Yeah. People don't, that don't know, that's the impression we all do of Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I probably should have clarified that. <laughs> can you do this? Yeah, it doesn't sound anything it's, like you. Steph, you do that. You have the I best. Think my, my, bro- my brother it. invented it. Yeah. That's what he sounded like uh, in high school, I guess. Real high pitch. Right? Yeah. Stefan does it the best, but he's very shy of it. Yeah. Come on, no, I do the Steve? Be, Please do the Steve. Yeah. Do the no, Steve, I can't, I, can't be, I can't be put on the spot Please, like that. Okay, okay before, we, It'll before be we're done, can you just like, yeah, without just, anyone knowing, just do it? I'll just, just pepper it. it in there. Just pepper it in yeah. there? You'll know it when you hear it. <laughs> One day, <laughs> you'll make me feel so good. <laughs> I like how you keep, you keep bringing that up, and anyone no listening, anyone listening has no, no clue what you're talking about. Some, so that's our Easter egg. At some point, they will know about. You make me feel so good. I will. I offer no explanation. No, that's fine. And I might do it just like you're going to do your impression. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be the right time. So time. go. <laughs> so what does the album sound like then? Yeah, um, we play it in your minds right now. And world music. It sounds <laughs> really, really yeah. good. It, so- yeah. it sounds like it's in D minor. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Steph, where were you on that one? No, I-, <laughs> I would say it sounds like, uh, like the music is kind of like I said, like kind of like '90s grunge inspired. Like it, it, it's a. I wouldn't compare it to like a, you know, straight up '90s grunge, but like I'd say something like a Weezer or a Foo Fighters type sound. With the music, why did uh, you why did you decide to? Was that a conscious decision? Shift? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you just get bored doing like doing one thing, you know. Because uh, 
actually the whole the whole blinded passenger thing started like as like kind of a side project that I started from we played in losing Caulfield and uh I started kind of as like a bright eyes like sounding thing like almost like an acoustic like folksy like kind of thing like that and I don't know you just get bored you just want to do something different so we kind of it kind of like naturally progressed into this though like throughout the EPs I'd say I don't, Rich, I, I was waiting for you to jump in. No, I just I don't been, know who the captain of the ship is. It's got to be you. <laughs> it's I'm like the guy. I'm like the 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 crazy monkey, like on your shoulder, being like, "But you should do this." And then, <laughs> so I will give a dollar to charity for doing that. <laughs> oh my God, she's keeping tabs on it. Lauren's been keeping tabs the whole time. You said a lot of likes too. Did I? Yeah, you did. I'm not keeping track of him. Just you. I know, but I was I was I was gonna be like, all right. I'll do that too. Seventeen dollars. I'll give a, a quarter. <laughs> Who gets to pick the charity? I think you should. I I think our guests should. Do you want to pick a? Ch- well, let's get to the end and then okay. we'll okay. Put a pin <laughs> in it. We'll do the charity then. All right, keep going. So, uh, where, where is the band after after the show is uh, is said and done? Uh, you know, what are, what are your guys' plans uh, going forward? Are you going to tour a little bit? Uh, what 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 shows do you have coming up? Uh, that sort of stuff. Um. I think we're we're gonna try to do some shows like in ah oh, damn I should like again in the <laughs> mark that one down <laughs> yeah okay in uh <laughs> New York and Philly and stuff like that uh yeah I wouldn't say like a tour I wouldn't say we're going on a tour but we're gonna you know get outside the area get a little out bit. a little bit yeah okay you're aching to say something no nah, I'm good. <laughs> Do you find it hard, like, so, like, New York and, and Philly are are kind of, like, equidistant from each other for here. Do you do you find it hard to kind of get in touch with other markets? Or- no, I mean, like, if you're like, hey, that was, there was a few of those in there, so don't put that. But, like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, now you're getting in your own head. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, to, if you wanted to... It, introduce your music to people in like St. Louis, St. Yeah. Louis, St. Louis. I'm trying not to say like so bad. That doesn't count. It counts. It does not. How do you broach an audience that you've never actually had any sort of contact with in an untouched market? Can I just talk oh, wow. to you and then you repeat, <laughs> like you make English of it? We can work like All right, that. That'll, that'll work. It's so hard. Much I think, it, I think it's hard because it's kind of like here, like you have the, a group of bands and everybody supports each other. Like that's how, that's what they have in, all cities pretty much, you know, and it's, it's hard to break into something like that, you know, I don't when know. When you're, yeah, when you're an outsider. Like yeah. That, I think, I mean, is that how, is that how they look at, I don't think, I don't think Northeast PA musicians look at kind of outsiders no, as no, being like, not even that, but it's just, if you don't know another band, I feel like it's kind of hard to get a, on a show that's like, that's going to attract people. From that area, so you have to network your ass off then. Pretty much, I think it's like, a, it's like a band from yeah. that area coming in and being like, "Hey, where's the party at?" And we're, we're like, "It's right here." What are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, go away. <laughs> you know what I mean? We, it's, if you're if you're un if you're unfamiliar with like their band, you know, it's kind of harder to be like, "Well, see, yeah, I, come on, jump see, on I the just, show." Like, I, I find I find like, damn it, <laughs> shit. You are going to own fortune. I don't know how to talk without sounding like a valley girl. It's as though you have to find a host band to bring their crowd in order to bring their audience. 
I know that you have to do that, but to me, like it seems, it seems most musicians, especially from this area are so like receptive and like arms wide open and doors wide open. Like if you guys need a place to crash or if you, you know, you know, it's just, there's like this familial attitude Mm -hmm. amongst, you know, especially artists and musicians in this area. And I don't know if that's so reciprocal in other places. Yeah. I mean, not, not to downplay like anywhere else, but it's just not, it's, you know, if you're playing a game of statistics, I don't think it would be as, as socially, you know, Hey, we're going to go to rally and you know, they're going to be really nice to us. Like you you just, you don't know, but around here you can almost be confident. Like, you know, somebody's going to open the door for you and help you out a little bit. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess that's just the chance that you take, you know what I mean? It's just kind of like, almost like, you know throwing darts at the dartboard at that point. You know what I mean? Like, like if you go to a different area and you, you know, make friends with another band there and you guys have a great show together and, you know, there's people there that, you know, actually give a shit, then, you know, you've, you've kind of stuck, you've made your impression then and you walk away and that's, I think how you gain fans, you know what I mean? So I, I just think it's all about like, Maybe a little bit of right place, right time. Um, and, you know, just taking a chance, stepping outside of your comfort zone and just going and just being like, you know, screw it. We're just going to go. We're going to play. And Are you guys comfortable now musically? I think. Yeah, I, I think so. Com- yeah, musically yeah. comfortable. Yeah. I mean. What's the worst show you ever played? <laughs> That's a loaded question. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, oh, please let me take this. Can we do the worst and then, and then the best? Yeah. yeah, and it doesn't have to be the best. Like, oh my god, there's eight million people there. It was like it's like the most rewarding or like. There's two shows oh, that come to mind for this question, though. For the worst, the, the, the worst. Well, yeah, no, the worst. Remember the one show that we played in New York just not too long ago? That festival. <laughs> That's pretty That's bad. Pretty that bad was pretty too. bad. We'll no. talk about that, but you guys talk about well, your I want, I, first. You take it because you look really yeah. excited about. I'm it. sorry, but this <laughs> is mine. This is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use foul language, and it's coming. No. <laughs> Uh, before Stefan was in the band, um, right before he joined, it was me, Pat, and Steve. And we, our first show was actually in Philadelphia. What was the name of the place, Pat? The Kyber, Kyber. Uh, Bar. Yeah. Your very first show is in Philly. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And it's a great leap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was. Yeah. Took a leap of faith. Yeah. It wasn't the garage at my parents' house. It was Philly. We played <laughs> Philly at the Kyber. Now, the place was really cool, but it was like a weeknight, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was tough, and there was wasn't many people there. So we walked in. First show as a band, we're excited, ready to play. We have our songs down, and there was this one other kid that was going to open for us. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't I don't know his name. I'm not going to use names. We walked in, and it was him and his girlfriend, <laughs> and he got set up to play. It was That's us. That was, that was all that was there. It was the band and the kid's girlfriend. Uh, us, so, uh, us, the band. Yeah, us, the band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, okay. The three so of us you, and the kid's so girlfriend. Five people. <laughs> including that, including him and his girlfriend, yeah. there was five people. Yeah. Okay. So, and us. <laughs> Thank you, Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> and it started with this kid came up and started playing the guitar and he's whispering, he's like strumming chords and he's whispering into the microphone. He's like, I know this. And I don't know where he looks dead at Pat and he goes, would you die for your government pussy? <laughs> 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 he's screaming. 
screaming at the top of his lungs in a room with nobody. He was a real nice kid. He though. was a really this nice kid, kid. Listens to this podcast and he's just like, "Shut up!" <laughs> it is I feel great because he was a nice guy. He was really nice. Hey, but it's it, that pussy. <laughs> it caught me off guard. No, he called me pussy. <laughs> he looked right at Pat. He goes, "Were you dying for that Did he point at Pat too? <laughs> Wait, he pointed? No, he looked at him. He was playing the guitar. He's like punching yeah, guitar. Tell me you didn't lose your shit when he did that. <laughs> I lost it. I lost it. What, like, was he I out there the playing room. serious music? Serious music. Yeah, well, he was he like, was he was very yeah. serious. No, that, what I, that's what I'm saying. He wasn't yeah, like a yeah. Stephen Lynch. Like he's, you know oh, yeah, what I mean? He was dead. <laughs> yeah. He was 100 die for your, what is it? <laughs> he's this whisper. He's like, I don't know. Would you die for your government pussy? <laughs> Steve lost his shit right then and there. He <laughs> <laughs> he walked out of the bar. I just stared at Pat. Pat goes, "Oh man!" That's <laughs> <laughs> like, how do we follow that? You, you had to play is, after this. The kid's girlfriend's going, play, just nodding along like she was enjoying it. <laughs> that ends like, I like, helped him write that. <laughs> Congrats! That, that's to be song of the year. I think it ended with me just going, "Sorry, guys, about this one." <laughs> That doesn't sound like the worst show ever. That sounds like the best show ever. Yeah, it's true. But, that, but there was really nobody there. And that yeah, was, that was I liked tough. how you guys were like, yo, we had so much fun, Stefan. Come play guitar for us. I'm like, all right. Is that how they got you in the band? They're like, yeah, 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 I no, no. Philly. It was yeah, bad. Yeah. We opened up for this guy who's going to be national real yeah. soon. And you're like, that sounds like a great gig. I'm going to go do that. And then you Pretty get, much, yeah. And then you get in the band and they're like, you signed your life away yeah. with these guys, and they're like, "All right, we got to tell you something. Would you die for your government?" That was the question we asked yeah. him before we were going. Like, "Yo, the three of us got a ban. Would you die for your government, pussy?" Now, is there a comma in there? Is it? Is it like a? Uh, a like I'm trying to figure out the context of That's this a great question. question. Like, I mean, because words are important. It, it, yeah. the, I don't know. He, I, I'll give the exact. Was he calling you out, or was, was he, he saying that the government oh, has a vagina? True. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would think it sounded like a comma. It sounded like he was calling me out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was definitely calling you out. Because <laughs> he, he realized that he could have been fighting you, and you would have been fighting his girlfriend and him. <laughs> Cause he, he just called you to the floor. He looked dead in the Pat's soul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, uh, he's playing because Pat was like kind of to the side by the wall, and, and he was like looking straight at first, and then he just goes, "Would you die for your government pussy?" <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, man. That's my answer to the question. I would have lost my shit and laughed. So I wouldn't been. I wouldn't have been able to play. It's four years later, and I still can't handle it. Sometimes he'll say that to me on the show as we're playing. I'll just look over and do that, and I'll just like lose a drumstick. <laughs> oh man! Did you do that Friday? Probably. <laughs> Now you will, yeah. Just like it's some weird, break, like some really emotional breakdown of a song, and you just turn to him and just scream it. And then what's, you guys can't, you guys can't function after that. It's hard. It is, man. That's got to be the encore. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Well, Nothing is going to top that after that. I think, right. I think, I think your side project should add that song. Yeah. That's the, that's the title. Opening track. That's what it should be. Not the other song. Yeah. <laughs> the other song. It's that one. The other song. Yeah. yeah. Which I won't say. Yeah. You uh, make me feel oh, so good. <laughs> so what's the best show? Because this Friday didn't happen yet. Yeah. Uh, Probably last release, right? Yeah, our last release, I'd say, was pretty packed. We 
Where was that at? It was also at the Keys downtown. What was that, like a year ago? That was uh, two years ago, 2012. I think we did that. And that was the best show you guys ever had? Probably. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of great ones. You don't really remember. I think yeah, the bad I'm not, ones I'm not stick like, out. You know what I mean? Do you have another bad? Can we hear one more bad one? Yeah, yeah you have one more bad one? You have a bad one. the kid with the harp? No. Oh, that was no. another bad one. See, it's hard to remember the good one. Like, yeah. it, when you play... The, <laughs> there's so the many ones bad kind of ones that it's hard to remember the good one. <laughs> I mean, is that something that you kind of try to find, you know, because it's really difficult, like, trying to be a musician, you know, and, and, and you know, do you find solace in, you know, like... In the bad the, ones? The nonsense yeah. of, like, yeah. of what it is. I think so, yeah. You gotta, yeah, you gotta kind of look back and just be yeah. like, you know, kind of... Just laugh about it, honestly. you know what I mean? Just what else can you do at that point? That's an amazing story. <laughs> did you an- did you answer him? Did you were you like yeah yes sir? <laughs> yes, I I slowly I crept out of the room. <laughs> he went and got a beer. <laughs> did you do like the slow walk backwards? Yeah, like sideways? <laughs> Steve was already gone. Pat left. I was just alone in the room with his girlfriend. <laughs> I was like, oh man, good job out there. So Steve, he he lost his shit, took off. Yeah. To yeah. to laugh in the bathroom so his tears hit the toilet. Steve literally goes, oh, I can't, I can't, and he walked away. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. Oh, oh my God. All right, sorry for asking that question. <laughs> Holy shit. Did anybody film it? No. Oh, I've oh. only if we had that on tape. Oh, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is he still around? Is that guy still around? I, I don't Do remember his name. name. I, I don't it, remember it was funny because we set the show up with him while he lived in Philly, but he was actually from Wilkes-Barre. I remember he told me he was from Wilkes-Barre. Do you Wilkes-Barre. remember his... You don't, I, don't, I don't want you to say his name, I don't, but like, I, I, no I really idea. want to find this guy. Steve, you're getting too specific. Now he's going to hunt me down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I honestly don't remember his name. I don't either. So he but, set up the gig, and then it was... Just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then... Yeah. <laughs> Would you die for your government? Would you pussy? ever do that at a show? <laughs> <laughs> do you ever see anybody do anything crazy like that? No, just drunk girls falling into speakers. Drunk girls falling into speakers. Yeah, our speaker stand got b- uh, bent up because a drunk girl fell into it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best story. <laughs> That sounds like an awesome YouTube but then, video. But then as she was drunk, she looked up and went, would you die for your government pussy? <laughs> <laughs> and it was that kid's girlfriend. <laughs> oh, shit. So now we know where she is. <laughs> now we, we've raised the question several times. We have yet to answer it, though. Oh, the best show? W- no. Would you, would you die for your government? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, we're not, we can't answer that question. I would not. I, I will answer it. I would not. <laughs> Steve likes life, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, I do. I love life. I'm a lover. I'm a pretty happy guy. Yeah, I, I like to be alive. So there's a lot in that statement, though. It's just like, yeah. And if there is no comma, and, it's a really deeper yeah. question. Yeah. And maybe if it was asked in a nicer tone, true. Yeah, I mean, how do you like? That's just like. Yeah, it was like, hey, buddy, come here. I got something to ask you. Right. You know, I'd be more. <laughs> I would be more receptive to you know thinking it over. But. Right. <laughs> Can I speak to you on a personal level? <laughs> Would you die for your government? 
I think it was because he was singing into the microphone. He just didn't want to like blow the whole place out by screaming that. He just happened to turn and not go into the microphone and he looked at Pat. But still. Oh my God. So it was like the ambience of the room was yes. the oh. It was like an empty room. This echoed. So it was not into a microphone. This oh, was just. It just looks like a carnival barker. Like this he just was, looks nuts. <laughs> Would you die for your government pussy? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god that's amazing see that's why anything can be art <laughs> anything pat do you have uh this guy's email we can contact him I we can do another do. show i probably have it check we, your gmail yeah. send, your history. send him this link 2010 I'll pull him. <laughs> he, he could be your next podcast this is the guy. most promotion that guy has probably ever gotten at this point yeah but it, i mean <laughs> the thing that blows my mind is like <clears throat> he could probably be the worst musician ever. I want to go see him now. <laughs> or he might be the best. Like, I don't know. Like, I just want to go see like the Victorian freak show. That is like, <laughs> do you just want to be derided? Like, do you just no, want him I to mean, like, well, rip you apart? Like I love like when, okay. So like I, when I worked on sons of anarchy, right. Henry Rollins, Henry Rollins was on the show. It was season two and his internet went out at his apartment. Who would have thought? So he, he comes to the office to use our wireless internet and he sat, so they could, the, my desk was like, the couch was like right next to my desk and he sat on the couch and like worked on his whatever. And he spent like three hours just like lambasting me about how my parents never loved me. <laughs> and I was like, keep it like, this is amazing. So you have Henry Rollins stories and you never <laughs> shared them with me no. until now? <laughs> no. <clears throat> we're, no. we're, we can't be friends after this. I didn't know. I, I just kind of looked at it like, all right, you know, and he's, but he, yeah, he sat there for like two and a half hours and just like went through the litany of reasons why my parents never loved me to begin with. What and started? Was, awesome. were, were they all true? None of them were, but it was just amazing. <laughs> like he was just making like, like, I mean, he was making like these educated generalizations on like, you know, that you, you kind of do like, you know, when Howard Stern, you know, has the stripper on, he's like, were you abused? You right. Know, like make, making those generalizations where it's like, just because you do this, I'm going to fit you in the mold of like what that is. I don't know why he picked me. And it was all right. Cause like I got to go home that night and be like, yo, Henry Rollins dressed me down for like two and a half hours. And it was <laughs> awesome. So to see that guy, if he went crazy at me, like, I'm just like, get me the popcorn. I'm just, just hit me. It's amazing. Especially if it makes no sense. Like, I, I never, why would you assume that I, I wouldn't die for that? Now that could, that kid could have like popped out six good songs after that. And I have no idea. I don't remember. Yeah, they could, they could have been classics. He could have been, he could have been really good. But in my head, all I remember is him staring at Pat and asking him that question. I, I'm so like, I'm so envious that you have that image in your mind and I don't have it. <laughs> Don't be, that's kind of like a gift and a curse. Because <laughs> like Steve said, I'll just be, it'll be like silence at one of our shows. Like in between a song, I'll come and go, some mouth it to him. <laughs> He's back there laughing, throwing drumsticks. And it must suck for you because you can't experience it. I know. Yeah. So oh, like, yeah, yeah, me, not oh, you. Oh, you man. <laughs> it no, you. I, I, to me, you're my new Johnny Depp because that happened. You're my new... Famous personality, like oh my god, that's the guy that that guy said that to. That's amazing. Oh man, that you was... guys are the first people to ever hear that story. Besides oh, really? us, yeah, it's I've never fit. told anybody that. Yeah, we that's joke one about of the best stories. The yeah, 
We have to ask an NEPA scene exclusive right <laughs> oh here, ladies God. and gentlemen. <laughs> the Philadelphia die for your government pussy story. <laughs> We're actually just going to cut the rest of the podcast out. All this crap yeah, about else, music it. and yeah. no, yeah. albums. Don't even show us playing. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get like ads on Facebook now. And people are going to say, "Yo, can you tell me the story via text?" <laughs> I'll write it out for you. It'll, it'll have more detail. Can you comment on my wall? Audio book do- deal. For yeah. Yeah. Well, you have t-shirts that say that ready for Friday. Oh my God. Yes. Oh, shit. We, we dropped Because I will wear that. We did. Just yeah. that day. You Just got, that one day playing Mario balloons. Kart. Yeah. You could have had t-shirts with that on. Seriously. It. All those fucking. Oh. Where's your foresight? Yeah. <laughs> I should not make any but you decisions. Know what it's like? it's, you know what it's, it's like Schwarzenegger. Like, how the hell was he supposed to know I'll be back is going to be like the catchphrase for the rest of his yeah. life? Yeah. Would you die for your gut? That's going to be mm-hmm. blinded passenger. And on the back, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it'll be. No, then the kid would find us. He'd be like, listen, now you're going to die for me, pussy. <laughs> you owe me royalty money. Yeah. There would be that. You think it would be? You think it would be like he would sue? I mean, he could. If you wanted I don't know. to. That really, he's that, got the copyright on that? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's the first time I've ever heard that phrase in my life. It's such, he a, might. It's such a curious phrase. I like to think that he went on to form the band we were talking about before, Florida Georgia Line, and they just sold out the <laughs> arena. Oh. Thank you, Brooks Arena. He's just looking at the bass player. He's like, can I, can I say it? We're done with our set. Can I say it now? <laughs> All right, Steve, do it. Yes, and his name is Steve. It has to be. It has is to be. Is that fucking nuts? Yeah. What if that? What if that saying meant the the White House cat? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Pardon me. Pardon. Because what if that meant the White House cat? <laughs> right. That's why. That's why. Would you die for your government? That's why those seven words are, there's like, it's like so, you have no idea. It's be like, the White House cat. But it could be anything. That was hilarious. That's the deepest, that's the deepest lyric I've ever heard from anybody. <laughs> it just opened up a whole new dimension of that to me. He could have yeah, been, talking, been about, talking about this for weeks. Like, you don't about realize jo- that. At the time, he could have been talking about George Bush's cat. <laughs> yeah, he could have, like, well, do you, I don't know. I mean, he could have. He had a dog, but it was a girl dog, I think. I don't know. Or maybe it's some astute perception that the government's actually run by cats. Well, any cat into- that enters the lawn. That's well, why it's. That's why it's one of those. That it's 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 one of these timeless questions. I mean, the cats rule the internet. So that's but that's what it could be. You don't know. You guys, you know what? You guys should feel honored and privileged to be in that room at that moment. When it went down. That's awesome. Yeah, that was a cool story. <laughs> that was a cool story. It was. It's the most amazing story I've ever heard. And we oh, watched conspiracy theory documentaries on YouTube. That was oh, awesome. Yeah. What do you do? Oh, yeah. And then his neck My turns time. like a robotic dragon <laughs> and screams, froths at the mouth, looking at Pat. <laughs> and then coughed up a big fur Would ball. you die? Yeah. You you die? <laughs> so, okay, wait. Would you die? And then right back into like right into soft stuff. Right back into soft. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like a smashing pumpkin slide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been Billy Corgan. Pat Stevens. It was a it was a quiet time for Billy. It could have been him. It could have been Billy Corgan. That's amazing. 
All right, moving on. <laughs> Are we moving on? Sadly, we have to move on. I don't know. Okay. I, well, I don't know how to top it. Yeah, that's true. That was fucking incredible. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm serious though. Like we're gonna be talking about that for months, years, Good. maybe even till the end of time. I don't know. That <laughs> that might be the best and worst show. Yeah, all, it, it, all lumped into one. That's why it's such a privilege yeah. to have been in that room. Yeah. With his girl, I wonder if they're still together. Definitely. Yeah. You think so? Because she knows he's like the Bob Dylan of his time. She knows he's waiting to break out. Yeah. Like there's, there's a whole, and if you think about it, man, like there's a lot of weird, like subsects and genre, subsects and genres of like crap. Get your mouth out of the gutter. Your mind out of the gutter. It's S-E-C-T. So like that guy could be raking in the dough and you have no idea. I'd like to think that he is. Yeah. Uh, Just because he deserves it. He really does for that for seven words. He deserves fame and fortune for, for eternity. Pat spent years working on the lyrics. <laughs> you guys like sweat and bled to make yeah. this, and that guy. I'm this like, guy looked at me and just cursed with obscenity. He's, like, he's gonna be a hero. All right, let's get back so to the gentlemen. So, so you, you guys, you guys uh, performed an acoustic song for us earlier. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about that song? Uh, yeah, that's actually that's the opening track on our on our CD. It's called "Born Here." Um, it's kind of like like we were saying before. It's one of those ones about Scranton and like uh, I think like any growing up in any small town. That song specifically actually is kind of about uh, like growing up as a musician in the in the city, you know, and uh, just like that passion you have for music when you're trying to make it and uh yeah so that's it i think <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just still reliving that <laughs> Me too. i'm trying to visualize like living there and being like oh my god that's i'm sorry now with it with this being uh your debut album and uh you know people are have have heard kind of bits and pieces of it but uh they they haven't heard the whole thing together uh what, what are you hoping that uh that people are going to take away from this uh once they've heard it? and have you uh, listening to it back, uh, what what have you taken away from it? Uh, are are you looking at it differently now? Um, I don't know. I I I guess I guess hopefully we accomplished the the whole aspect of like what I said, like trying to put like music almost to the city. And uh, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to like overplay that either. Like, it's not like every song's about Scranton. it's not a concept album. About yeah, Scranton. no, yeah. but it's kind of like just like. As like a living, living like, uh, you know, in a place like this and like there's other songs, like there's love songs on it and stuff like that. And we cover like different topics, but yeah, I guess like just hopefully somebody gets that feeling that we're trying to put out there. How, how long did it take you to do from when you guys decided we're going to make an album? Um, hey, we're going to make an album. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, see, we are. (laughs) We actually like writing and recording. It's been over a year, probably over a year and a half. We've been working on it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. How many tracks do you guys have? 12 tracks on it. And we cut out, we cut out a couple. So it was kind of like some, uh, you know, trial. How do you you decide which ones to get rid of? I don't know. I think you just kind of know, like, if something works or something doesn't, you know, the hand pan song. (laughs) Yeah. The song is still there, no just hand. no hand pan. <laughs> I call this one D minor. 
<laughs> you really sound like a Muppet? I don't hear it. I don't hear it. Steph, why aren't you doing the... He's going to do it. You know he's going to do it before it's over. I love you guys. <laughs> we might have made a new fan. <laughs> yeah. Why <laughs> doesn't say friend? He goes, yeah. no fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's a big fucking rock yeah, star. Yeah. <laughs> like he's a top your government pussy guy. <laughs> Die for your government pussy guy. Yeah, you did. You made a new fan. That's a long title. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially like that's on his headstone. Like when yeah. that guy goes, it's die for your government pussy guy. Also, AKA Todd. <laughs> like like the uh, the fucker right in the pussy guy. Like that's How about that? that's you it. See that on NEP? Yeah, yeah. They, they he's like the first person to get arrested for that, right? I think so. I, th- I, th- that, I think that's why it was spreading all over the place. Not that he did it because a million people have copied that and done it, but the fact that he got arrested for it. Well, he, gra- he grabbed her. Yeah, he did kind of like come but, up behind her and everything. You know what? All those guys. Like, <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. It happened to every other reporter. I'm kind of not okay that it happened to Stacy because I like her a lot. But hit him up, Stacy. <laughs> I, you know what? For her not to like, yeah, fisticuffs that guy like that's yeah, a lot cool of restraint, it, yeah. man. She was mad though. You could see it like burn. Would you soul. be? I probably laugh. Yeah, but you're not like. I mean, that's you know, like if us, if we're like you know, standing on a corner, but she, that like that's the her job. Yeah, you know? yeah, but it's not like she said. Like if she did it, like that one. No, but she didn't. But the thing is, is like you know, if 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 I worked at Burger King and like some dude walked in and like grabbed the mic <laughs> and said that, I'd be like. <laughs> what do I do? Can I get a number two? And fuck her right <laughs> <the pussy? laughs> oh, he said it. <laughs> no, that was effed up though. I didn't, I don't know. Yeah. I it felt, was one I of those things part. where like, you know, like you watch it on, you watch it on YouTube and you like, it, they went, they went and interviewed that guy. Cause he did it a couple of times. Not the guy that did it right re- locally. The guy who did it like in Missouri. Well, isn't, isn't that guy just like a comedian or something? I, I thought no, he no, wasn't actually he's reti- legitimately. He's it. Is he? Yeah, I think he's retired and knows he has nothing to lose. That's why he does it. Oh, okay. Is that what he said? I think so. Wasn't it in that interview that we watched? Oh, yeah. That's what he, he's like. I got nothing better to do. <laughs> and then that's what he said. Now he says he's going to do it in a way that people aren't even expecting it. Hmm. Next. <laughs> well, that, Dirigibles. It, dirigible. Dirigibles. What's a dirigible? It's, it's an air, it's airship. The Goodyear blimp. Like the Hindenburg? Yes. yes. That's a dirigible. Yeah. I thought it was dirigible. Dirigible. We always have this conversation. Dirigible. No, dirigible. We're like an old married couple. <laughs> Ever right in the pee. Dirigible. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't think that was cool. That's just, I, and it's, and I maybe I don't think it's, and I probably don't think it's cool because I'm, you know, it's, it's too close. It's too close to home for me. <laughs> if that makes sense. No, that it doesn't. Too clo- that hit too close to home for you? It doesn't what make happened, any sense. What happened on NEP? Okay. Yeah, like that bothered. I don't know why, but it was like, it was. part of it was like, oh my God, did you see what happened? And then afterwards, I'm like, mm, I don't like that. Mm. I personally didn't think it was funny. I, 
I mean, you're talking to the guy who thinks that die for your government. You didn't think it was funny. funny. I didn't think it was funny at all. I didn't think it was funny either. Yeah, no, I didn't like See, it. See, I would agree just because there's there's uh, so many people have already done it. Like, yeah. do something original. Like, if you're going to interrupt a newscast like a million other people have done, yeah. at least come up with an original joke or something yeah, exactly. that you're going to do it. I saw, I saw, what was it? It was like, I think it was like 2002 and there was a fire in Scranton and it was like, um, this is when WYOU was still around channel, uh, channel 22, CBS. And it was like, it was, or maybe it was like BRE and it was like Andy Mahalshik is like at the scene of this fire and they, and they're like, you know, did you see what happened? And the guy just F bombs everything. And he was just like, Oh, back to you. And I was like, dude, did I just, and this was before, like, I didn't have a DVR. It only lives in my mind. I can't, I can't see it again. It was very disappointing, but like, that is kind of cool because you know, there was no malice. That's just how the guy talked. He just talked with a lot of expletives. Right. And this dude just walked out. <laughs> All right. Well, if, if Wait, it were, no, can you imagine? This? Here's my chance. If it were my, <laughs> if it were my house burning dead, was it his house? No, he was just like, he was, oh, just, he like, was just one of the, the yeah, random he was witnesses. Just like, he was just like a witness to the fire. See, which I, like everybody was. I, see, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of that in general. I feel like uh, most newscasts, it's a huge waste of time because they spend at least uh, out of the, if it's a half hour, they spend at least maybe 15 to 20 minutes of that talking to people who have absolutely nothing to do with whatever the news is between the talkback 16 stuff yeah, and then. 16 is which like, is oh. yeah, yeah it's in his own right but but uh <clears throat> you know just just like witnesses on the court like it'll be snowing out and they'll just walk up to random people so what do you think about this so snow? it's snowing huh <laughs> and they're yeah yeah it's it's uh I'm not a big fan of snow, uh, you know. Okay, uh, how about this guy? And it's like, yeah, you know, I I, I don't like driving in it because like your car slides. And they're saying like really obvious stuff because it's like watching the mentalist. What else can you possibly say about the snow? I well, I can't like, I can't stand so th- that. Thanksgiving dinner, right? Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. But Thanksgiving dinner, my grandmother, all she wanted to do was watch News Watch 16. And I'm like, there's other stuff on. She's like, yeah. And I'm like. And so we watched the five o'clock and then six o'clock happened. And I'm like, they're playing the same shit. She's like, I know (laughs) she was totally cool with like seeing that all over again. And she, and she was, and my grandmother was like, she's new. That girl's new. The other girl left. She left. Like, remember that other girl, that blonde girl, she's gone. And my grandmother's 90. And I'm like, how do you know all this? This is like, so Newswatch 16 is your days of our lives. And she's like, what does that mean? And I'm like, I don't know. But yeah, she knows like all the bios and all the news reporters locally. She came from Louisville. I'm like, holy shit. All right. It's Louisville. Oh, Jesus, Lauren. No, it isn't. It's Louisville. <laughs> Not if you're from Louisville. It's Louisville. It's Louisville. Do you, do you guys realize what we just did, though? What? The fucker running the pussy thing is gone. You know what the new one is now, right? Oh, yeah. You know right. what it is, right? Yeah. Would you die for your government pussy? If that would have been... I, I would, would have been, been okay, okay with, with that. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would have loved it. I would have been the only person. Yeah. We said that yeah, simultaneously. That, that would have been good. Yeah. There would have been yeah. three people in Scranton dying at that. Like, oh my god, he said. Oh, I would have. I would have. I wouldn't know what to do. I wouldn't know what to. I wouldn't know whether to shit my pants or wind my watch. So I shit on my watch. Your mission, <laughs> don't I think I know what you have to do now. Man. If you choose to accept it, is yeah. to get on sixteen so you can say that. Do yeah. not. I am not condoning that. That's how you get people to show us. Yes. Yes, I am not saying to do that. Yeah. Do not do that. Don't do not do that. We stop for government pussy Friday at the keys at the clock. See you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you it, think it of it the is, snow? Oh, the snow's 
Not good, but the show, the keys on Friday will be okay. I, I think I'm pussy. This is a true story, man. I used, I used to be in a really shitty band, and this is like 2001 to like 2004, and I was speeding on 81, and I got pulled over, and I had flyers, and I gave the state trooper a flyer <laughs> to our show. I'm like, I'll pay the fine, whatever. But if you're not doing anything tonight, <laughs> did he come? He came. Yeah, that's awesome. I swear to God, that's awesome. did you get a fine? Huh? Did you get a fine? Yeah, I was doing like 85 and a 55. <laughs> but he still came. Yeah. What did he say to you? He's like, hey, what's up? I'm like, glad you made it. <laughs> did you play I Can't Drive 55 when he came? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Yep. Well, you know, I was drinking. If I was thinking a Sammy Hagar song could slip in here, I would have done it. And I just didn't think about it. But, I, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> You're embarrassed. You're like, yeah, I did that. I was up in the car. Awesome. Up, did you know what you did? No, that's why you pulled me over. I want you to tell me what I did. And I, and then I want to see if I agree with you. And if you're not doing anything tonight at eight o'clock, you can come through our band. We used to do that for shows, man. We used to go out like, we used to go out like, well, you know, back then when I was a screaming alcoholic, we used to go out every night with flyers and we'd probably do like a thousand flyers per week. And if like 2% of those people that we handed them out to came in, it was a success. Yeah. That's how we gauged it. Wow. And anything we, under yeah, that, we like we should do that a lot. We too. Say, yeah, but that's yeah. like, but that's like the shit of like what it is now. Like the hard thing is to get people to come to your shows. Like yeah. we just, we just watched. Can I talk about this documentary real quick? Okay, I don't know if you guys did. You guys, I don't know if you're Thirty Seconds to Mars fans, but this documentary is oh, on for Netflix. Like, uh, yeah, I did you see it? Yeah, I didn't see it. I, I'm not a huge fan. That's why I've been kind of. It's. I wasn't a fan either. I never listened to their music at all, and I I was glued to it. Really? Yeah, it, yeah, was, it was well, compelling. It's about, it, it was about, um, <clears throat> so they had a nine-year-old record contract and they signed, you know, they basically said, hey, we signed a shitty deal, but we got signed and they wanted out of their record contract and they were using, there's a, there's a, there's a law in California that says any contract that you sign is only valid for seven years, regardless of what it is. So they were using that as their clause to like get out of their contract with EMI. And EMI was saying, well, according to your contract, you still owe us two more albums. So we're not going to let you. So it was, it was, it was like a matter of opinion yeah. on who was right. So they had a, so EMI turns around and sues them for $30 million. The record company sues the band for $30 million. And regardless of your opinion on Jared Leto or my so-called life or whatever, like, yeah. and whether or not like he does what he did, like, it doesn't matter if you like his music or whatever, right. but like seeing the, the corporate Just everything perspective play out. of yeah, that the where they were like, you know, it's him and his brother started the band. Mm. They auditioned a guitar player, hired him. And that was 30 seconds to Mars. And it's, and, and I didn't realize like how much Jared Leto actually does. Like wow. he writes everything. Like he does all this stuff and he's like, but they had it. It's like, it's their lawyers. It's talking to their lawyers. Yeah. And they're like, this is unheard of. And then EMI gets bought and they were going to come to a deal where they were like, okay, we're going to renegotiate the contract. You're not going to sue us anymore. We're going to get better. So they, um, a hedge fund, right? Wasn't it a hedge fund from, from, from Europe? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. So this hedge fund comes in and buys EMI for like $4 billion and they like fire everybody and people who have never run a record company before are now running a record company. And they were putting people in positions that were like 
superior inferior and doing crappy jobs they bump them up to sounds yeah, sounds like the newspaper business it's it's, it's well it's it's like what, i mean what i'm trying to it's 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 starting to look like a lot of business <laughs> well partially i could understand why that guy wanted to do that because he probably thought there was nepotism within the business and wanted to just crush everything no he's just a capitalist all, the, all they look at is the bottom line it doesn't yeah. matter about like the creativity or anything right. and it's and what they were looking at was like you know as an art and that's what they try to explain throughout the whole thing is like as an artist what do you get because you spend all the time creating it. It's your blood, sweat, and tears. And at the end, what do you get for it? How about that? The breakdown? Oh, the breakdown? So when you, you guys create an album, say you get a $250,000 advance, they control all aspects of your finances. Even if you had a yard sale at your house, they are entitled to all the money that you make there, and they control it all. So anyway, they give you $250,000. To make your album. To make your album right. in advance. So then... Once they get all the money for your album, um, they take 85% right off the top. And then out of the 15, 15% remaining, they take back the money that they loaned you for the advance. Plus, they charge you for all of the packaging fees for um, distribution. And the laws are so antiquated that even if you, <clears throat> even if you distribute digitally through Apple or iTunes or whatever... They they still have little fees hidden in there like shrink wrap fees and things that iTunes is charging you just because the laws are antiquated. So well, it's part of the contract, right? But it, so yeah. in order, like it, they were saying, it was almost like the record companies threw as much crap into the contract to see what people would miss. Kind of like they cell phone on anyway. companies. Well, and I mean, cable I mean, companies. Well, I mean, here's yeah. the interesting so, thing. Well, well, the point is, is by the end of all the payoffs, they have a chunk of eighty five percent of your album in their pockets, regardless. And then out of the other fifteen percent. You're usually in the red, and you usually owe money to the record. Yeah, even and they the sold five, five. I think they sold five million albums. So it said today, and, they, and they're still in debt. Yeah, to date they haven't. Made guys, why do we want to do this? <laughs> Are you trying to tell us to go home <laughs> yeah. and just give it up? No, 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 no. What I'm what I'm saying is, is that so there's uh, there's there's a band that kind of did it on their own. I well, the moral of the name. story was, is that was, EMI folded up and went under because they were greedy, and it caught up with them. But that's everybody, and, and, and part part of what they're saying is, is like there's. The, the largest record company in the world right now is a computer company. iTunes is the biggest record company. And it's yeah. not a record company. And it's not it's a record a, company. It's a distribution. It's a distribution. So record companies now are not like, uh, what do you? They're like a middleman that. You no, know, like when you nurture an artist and stuff like that, like, like, you know, a lot of bands like that we used to like, like we, like it was like album two or three where they finally like caught on and were like, oh, I now get yeah, it because they were collaborating with the right producers. Right, they were working and, together, and right. now it's like get you out the like we just want to make the quick buck. But but you know, and I think you said this where record companies now are now marketing and advertising companies. They're not essentially, and that's what they're that's what they're doing. So at yeah. the end of the day, all you're paying them for is they're just promotion. Yeah, yeah. that's it because. And, and what he's talking about in the model, like when you had physical records, when you had tapes, when you had CDs, when you had the, those were physical things. And, and, and his 10% that he was talking about, they, in the chunk of money that they take, they took out 10% for loss and damage. So like your CDs, you know, some of the boxes would break. Some of the shit would be good. Digitally, they're still taking that out. Yeah. And it doesn't cost them anything to there's upload. There's no loss or damage. You yeah, there's no loss or damage on it. And it's just like, so there's one band and I forget the name of it and I have to watch the documentary again, but there was one band and they referenced them. They're like, here's a band who wasn't signed with anybody. 
and they got like they 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 went. They're still pretty far. I just forget their name for the life of me. Van Halen, the rapper <laughs> Macklemore. I think he did that too. Well, he was one of those, but but he was a, yeah, he was completely independent. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, he was what, able to. But the point that they made, uh, I think it was his. I think it was Jared Leto's manager made the point. He's like, you know, I talked to these guys, and you know, they did it without a label because because Thirty Seconds to Mars were like, let's just not have a label, and let's try to do it ourselves. But who the hell is going to pay for the promotion? The manager said it was either manager or the lawyer. I forget. Um, he said, he said, yeah, they did it on their own, but basically what they did is they started their own record label as themselves. So in other words, they'd hire a marketing and PR team. Mm. They would hire all the people to do all the, all the, the work that a normal record label would do. They just didn't do it under like EMI or capital or any of that stuff. So he's a, like, even a lot the of illusion are, of independent isn't really a lot of bands are doing that now. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, that, that whole, that whole model is, is long gone. I think at this point. Uh, so you guys, I mean, you could, you guys are releasing this completely independently, right? Yeah. So all the costs are coming out of your own pocket. Yeah. We recorded it independently too. Mm. Everything was recorded on our own by ourselves. Wow. And actually Pat, um, recorded it. We recorded everything in Pat's, uh, it was like a little, um, yeah, like it's like den a area. Yeah, but see, most type. people don't realize like, it, like your time is worth something, you oh, know, yeah. like your equipment's worth something, yeah. your everything. Yeah. So like when you look at like. You know, like if I said I made a short film and I'm like, it cost me nothing. People are like, well, how much did the camera cost? Yeah. You know, so if the camera right. cost me $2,500, in essence, I spent $2,500. Right. Okay, if you edited it for 40 hours, you know, what's your hourly? So yeah. that's kind of like what it costs. It's not necessarily for free. Right, yeah. You know, but there's cost to it. So at the right. end of the day, like, how do you recoup yeah. that? Like, time You have to do it because you love it. You can't do it because exactly. you're yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's kind of how you, because I think if you. If you look at it too much, especially being a local band, if you look at it too much from a business and you'll just like start to go crazy and then you're in it for the wrong things then, you know what I mean? Is there, so. is, is one of you business minded or is, is I no. am, <laughs> I pretty much am. <laughs> I'm the smart one. <laughs> Are you guys doing physical? Yeah. Yeah. How many physical did you do? If you don't mind me asking. We got 300. So and then I don't know. Well, it, it it's tough. Like when we used to play shows, uh, even like I'd say like five or six years ago, we used to sell copies when we played. Like now, it's like it's like one or two, maybe. Really? And, yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll sell more this Friday, but yeah, but like I a mean, normal like show. a normal night. Yeah, you might not even sell any. Like, cause I think people have access to it through like Spotify or whatever. You know what I mean? Do you, but do you guys, do you guys, can you see like your digital downloads and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, are you, are you guys still making traction or having traction or? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it is what it is, but, uh, I like just, I, I, that's what I find. Like a lot, there's a lot more stream stream and we get like a fraction of a cent for a stream. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like a lot of people just do that cause it's, more convenient not not even necessarily because they don't want to buy it like just right because it's so convenient you know do you do you do you feel like as an artist that you know you put all that time and effort into it like do you feel ch- cheated or cheapened uh, i at, at this point I, mean? like it, I don't i don't really 20 feel years that. ago how would you feel <laughs> i mean like uh if you were like, doing this 20 years ago and people were like oh they're you're just you know we made all these physical cds and people are just taking them yeah i guess when you put it that way, um, 
but, but, then, uh, but then you look at it from the standpoint of you just like if you're not a band that's like you know if you're not Katy Perry or Kesha or something like that, you're just a local band from, you know, whatever town in America, you want to get your music heard by any means possible. You're not looking at it as dollar signs. You just want to get out there. You want to get noticed. That's where, you know, it kind of, it's interesting to see like those bands like Foo Fighters, Taylor Swift, everybody like start to complain about people, you know, stealing their music. And, and it, it's interesting what you said too, like, you know, how much, are they really making? Because probably from the standpoint that they're coming from, like, you know, maybe they're not. Yeah. There's millions of dollars to be had. Who's having it. You know what I mean? Maybe it's not them. Maybe that's why they're so up in arms about it. You know what I mean? But at the same time, when we're looking, you know, up from below, it's like, well, what do you complain about, dude? We just want to get our music heard. (laughs) I don't care if you, you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. yeah, I don't care. Just stream it, you know, give it to your friends, give the physical copy to your friends. It's just like, you know what I mean? Like, of course, we want people to buy it, but it's just, I think there's a different viewpoint when you're just so starting do you, out. Do you, so it, at some point, your perspective on it changes depending, yeah, and, and on, depending on success. Yeah. And that's labeled differently to other people. Yeah. Success is different to other people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. So your success is having a larger audience here at, more so than a financial gain. Yeah, well, yeah. If you're, I mean, We're, if you're in it for for the love of the music, then I think anybody would would agree with that that they'd be in it for you know more you know fans and more you know outreach with with your music than than more money. I mean, if you get paid for doing something you love, hey, it's a bonus. You know what I mean? But like, that's just. That's the stepping off point. You know what I mean? Everybody wants to get paid for doing something they love. So, and mm-hmm. I think right now with technology, it just makes it a little bit more difficult. <laughs> I thought that was a damn good answer. It I is. was looking for you to be like, yeah. What do you want me to ex- expound upon that? No, I'm not know. a musician. You guys are smart. <laughs> I'm here. Like, I'm like the Marcel Marceau of, did I, how many am I at? One or 10. 20. <laughs> 43. She didn't mark them all. Either. No, I missed a lot. <sighs> yeah. That's just the likes. All right. So do you want to wrap it up? <laughs> before, yeah. I, before I get more in debt to charities. Have you picked a charity? Do you guys want to pick a charity? What about, you, the, what about that animal shelter you were talking about in the beginning? Oh, uh, blue chip. There you go. Blue chip. Okay. That's fair. See, not only are you funny, <laughs> you're thoughtful. I'm very kind. <laughs> So 43 times 25 cents is going to blue chip animal shelter. Okay. Should we do that every week or should we do um, a different one every week or like rotate like four? Yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll pick a couple different ones. Okay. And then we'll let the guests pick. Yeah. All right. So what's, so Friday at Friday at the keys, right? Um, yeah, Friday, December. This is where you market yourself. Yes. <laughs> We're not doing a very good job. <laughs> Make sure you get those balloons. <laughs> Friday, December 5th. We're getting, <laughs> We're getting balloons, man. <laughs> Friday, December 5th is the keys. Bring your own balloons. We does it so good. <laughs> but no, seriously. Uh, <laughs> that was serious. Right, yeah, that was. I'm serious. Bring your own balloons. Um, <laughs> no, it's uh, Friday, December 5th at the Keys. It's the first Friday. Um, 
there's going to be art showcased by uh, my brother, Nick Oganoski. Um, if you're, you know, Facebook minded, search him out on Facebook and, you know, he's posted a couple pictures already on his Facebook about, you know, what he's going to be displaying there. So you could get a little sneak peek of, you know, what's to come Friday on Is that. He playing? Is he playing Friday? Um, yeah. Too? Yeah. His, okay. well, he, yeah. My brother also drums for a social state. They're playing the show with, um, our good friends, S Dakota as well. So, uh, the bands kick off at around nine o'clock. It's $5 to get in. And hopefully it'll just be, you know, I'm just really excited because it's just a bunch of friends, you know, hanging out, playing music together, having drinks, you know, appreciating some art and music. And it's just, I think it's going to be a blast. So I hope a lot of people come out. And we'll be talking to Nick uh, later in the week uh, for an interview on the site too. So, oh, nice. So we'll Great. have uh, we'll have something on the so site. So I didn't as have well. to plug him as much as I did then. <laughs> no, but he's going to be very happy that you did. He was going to be thrilled. <laughs> yeah. He's like, wow, that's so nice. It was about so, you, but you talked about me. <laughs> so in other words, uh, go to the show, uh, support these these talented gentlemen, uh, buy buy a CD, buy a T-shirt, uh, buy an art print. We didn't print. make the T-shirts yet. No. Yeah. We <laughs> those T-shirts are <laughs> yeah. coming. Yeah. Yeah, hold that and bug them from one of those. You gotta so they, make them. Yeah, yeah so we, it, we should get on. We even if we just make them ourselves with like Sharpie on like a I'm white T-shirt. Totally fine t-shirt. with that. Or you get your brother. Yeah, <laughs> bumper stickers. Yeah. Blinded yep. passenger. <laughs> it's like instead of like the show me state. Yeah, die for your government. <laughs> I'm excited. I'll be there, man. Nice. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Right, well, thanks uh, for having us too. By the yeah, way, thanks, thanks for playing. Thanks for sure everything. Yeah, thank you so much. You guys have been awesome. So thanks for making it not awkward because it was awkward <laughs> when you first got here. We it was to do. Little, it was yeah. like a first date. We had to yeah. we, we we had to just dip our toes in. And yeah, then, we had to know, break we that. Just had to slide was, in. But yeah. You realized it was kind of warm. Yeah, <laughs> lukewarm. Well, yeah. we had we had to break their podcast cherry. They've never done this before. Yeah, we, yeah. Is it broken? Yeah, it's broken. Did you come back? Shattered. Absolutely. If you would like to have me back to hear that story again, <laughs> I will. <let's>, <laughs> no, you gotta. We gotta get it. No, 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 tell no, you about Hudson, New York next time. Yeah, the yeah. Hudson, New York teaser. <laughs> that, that could, right, that's right, equally cool. as worse. But just let you know, the bar is pretty high with that story. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, unless something happens now between you know now and the next podcast, I don't know if we could top that. Just text one of us and be like, "We got a new one." <laughs> okay, and we'll just we'll just do it as a segment. Nice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if he contacts you, let us know. <laughs> Oh my God! Wouldn't yeah. that be that would be like Definitely. that would be like Christmas and my birthday <laughs> and like the birth of my first kid, like all that wrapped up into one. If this guy's, especially if he's angry about it, if, yeah. if he, I would like for him to be here with oh. us so yeah. I could tell him how he made me feel. <laughs> he made you feel amazing at the time. No, I was very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I'll, but in hindsight. It's amazing. Oh, it's my favorite story. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it was uncomfortable at first. It was really, seriously, it was a dark, it was really dark in there too. I have to add that. I think there's two sides of every, to every story. I'd love to hear his side. I would be very open to welcoming him to tell his side if we can find him. Right. In the internet land. Equally amazing. What if he has Tourette's and we're just total assholes? (laughs) Then I'd feel like a dick. Yeah. I never thought about that. <laughs> that what if, like, all this, what he has a very of, concise Tourette's. Yeah, only Tourette's that. Like, what if it's like chicks and stuff for yeah. totally like government sexual? Yeah, and right, very you're trying to, you're trying to yeah, yeah. Like, copyright it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we need. Somebody to copyright that. We should do it. Oh, yeah. let's get in business together, guys. Yeah. I like it. 
Because yeah. if you don't make the t-shirts, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I want in on this. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Well, if we we'll, drop we'll, the ball and then we see you later on wearing that t-shirt and be like, oh, we're making it for Friday. You're going to be selling them in the parking lot on Friday. Yo, get me wearing a top hat and a cane. How do I go to a t-shirt comp? Like one of those t-shirt, you know, like the at the mall? Yeah. Like the Viewmont Mall yeah. had like the t-shirt like thing. Like world's like, best make- grandpa. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, how do you... I'm like, all right, on the front, I want to say blind and pastor. And, and I want on the back to say this. <laughs> He'd be like, okay, that's second request this week. <laughs> I, you know, you guys have been getting all these requests for this. <laughs> you guys heard the podcast too? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. The f- the front also needs to be like an awkward family portrait of blind and passenger too, <laughs> yeah. because that's the that t-shirts right in the mall. They all look like that. <laughs> yeah. So th- 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 we, that would have we'll, to be it'll part say of it. number one band. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, everybody just sit on Steve's djembe. <laughs> <laughs> just, and you do this. You, just, you wait, if you get on the djembe, yeah. like yes, <laughs> that's it. it. Will you do it? Let's get it done. All right. Let's get it done. I hope we can make that t-shirt. I'll wear it Friday. <laughs> That'd be tune, great. That'd be tune fantastic. in next week to see if the T-shirt happens. Okay, cool. Oh, do you want to talk about our 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 our, our guest for next week? Uh, oh yeah. Or should uh, it be a surprise, or should we uh, mention them briefly? All right. Next week we're gonna have on um, two of the most amazingly insane people I know, um, Vinny from the V Spot and T from Thirsties, and they're gonna talk about um, kind of like the business side of of being a venue, like what it, what it takes for them to do music and entertainment and art and shit like that. So nice. That should be a good show. It'd be, Oh, those guys are going to be, this is almost like the other guy that you guys are talking about. Like, (laughs) well, he most forward looking, looking forward to this one. They're going to talk about what it's like to be the owner of a bar who has a guy screaming in the corner (laughs) singing, would you die for your government pussy? Like, well, how you serve a drink to that? People are sitting there. He's not bad. (laughs) He's not bad. He reminds me of a young Dylan (laughs) before he went electric. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you want to, you want to, you want to, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let, let's cut it there. Uh, th- thanks for listening. Uh, c- come to the show. Uh, we'll we'll be there. And uh, have a good night, everybody. Doors at nine, right? Uh, doors are actually the uh, first Friday art show. I think starts early on, like five or yeah. six o'clock, and then the cover and then starts at nine. Uh, nine. 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 Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We'll all be there. Thank you guys. Cool. Thank you for Thank not. You. Thank you guys. My ass, Rich. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you all guys. Right. Buy the album Friday. Friday it's available. Yep. On iTunes and all that stuff on Friday. iTunes, Spotify. Killer. Yep. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. All right. You make me feel so good.